is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. <laughs> Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you straight live and direct from the Jungle Studios. It's been a little bit of a moment, but just uh, to say a special thanks for all the support. Uh, we're hitting record numbers so far this year, and it's been absolutely amazing considering I'm doing it off the family room table in my house with a laptop and a mic, and it's going all around the world. Go figure. Uh, so, there's been a lot of fat mixed with hysteria uh, going on, and that's in relation to the UK knife crime. So, as always happens when you see something in the media, I, I always question it like, what are the facts? What's actually happening? What's going on? Is it beat up? Talking to people over there who are saying, like, yeah, it is it is a hassle and it is an issue going on. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm going to explore it, and here we go. So, the UK, United Kingdom, uh, y'all don't know the countries, you can Google it. That is a history lesson for today. Uh, but in particular, we're going to be talking about England, uh, where the statistics is coming from. So, in England, uh, there's been 44,500 offences involving knives or sharp weapons in the last year. It's a rise of 6%. It's 252 homicides, 368 attempted murders. What I want to go through is the stats first and then have a bit of a discussion afterwards. Uh, since March 2011, it's been an increase of 33% this year. It's... An argument which has been put forth of why there is an increase is because there has been funding costs to the police since 2010 due to austerity measures and there's 20,000 less police officers uh, in England. There is some stats uh, claiming that it's actually dropped in London, the capital, uh, from 4,732 to 4,272 in recent times, one in four, uh, one in four victims are aged 18 to 24, uh, and 25% of the victims are black. There's also been an increase um, within across the board uh, within knife crimes that we're seeing. Uh, but interestingly enough. When you look at the overall uh, statistics, actually, <laughs> actually, the majority of people are still getting in punch-ons. So, again, when I was saying you've got to look into what the media is presenting, the majority of people are still getting pissed and having a punch-on in the pub. It's just for the smaller percentage of knife crimes, uh, you're seeing that grow in comparison. There is an argument put forth that part of the reason was because the stop and search uh, from 2009 was stopped because it felt it was unfairly targeting black people, uh, which it could well have been. Um, we've also seen as a response from the government 
uh, tougher laws. Uh, so basically going from three to eight months, uh, any 85% of the people serving at least three months or more compared to 53% only 10 years ago. Um, in London in particular, uh, the, uh, I'll call it non-white people, uh, statistically, it said sort of black, uh, Asian and other ethnicities, so to keep it simple, like non-white, represented London 43% of the population, but in making up for half of the knife crimes in London and the people that are committing it are under 25. Um, one in five offenders are under 18 years old. Um, some of the other things that they're pr promoting for the younger offenders that are committing these knife crimes is uh, basically reducing the movements, putting them through knife awareness courses, uh, reducing their social media. Um, the courts are more lenient with the younger people under 18 because they are obviously juveniles and children trying to give them the benefit of uh, reconciliation, which, uh, I mean, <laughs> at 33 years old, I'd argue that that should be extended to, you know, at least at least mid-20s. Um, it's also, uh, I wouldn't call it necessarily crisis uh, as yet for the other issues, but um, typical within what we're seeing within the Western world post-GFC, uh, you know, there's the, the there's housing problems, uh, there's lack of money education, lack of money in uh, social development, um, counselling programs and everything like that as well. And also what it is, is um, in the areas, the industrialised areas at least, it's also tied to the fact that there's sort of smaller drug gains controlling smaller territory as well is a part of that as well. So those are the, the stats <laughs> I tried to get as best as possible. And now I guess time for a, an element of discussion. But first of all, it is, it is to a certain extent affecting the, the non-white communities in London at least. But I've been watching programs on the BBC, where you see in Manchester and Liverpool, where it's actually white dudes. So it's it's as much a, a, a youth thing as it is a, a, a racial issue. That's not to dismiss it. But part of the problem is, is that for those that haven't travelled through England, the craziest thing that I noticed is, well, statistically, one in ten people living uh, public housing, but also how poor the cities are, like Sheffield, Newcastle, I went to Manchester to Old Trafford, like, it, it was insane, like, you go to the centre of the city, it was like in a movie, it literally stops at the end of these old buildings and then becomes industrial wasteland, and the people really really do it tough. Now, there's another style argument of um, sort of post-Thatcher and the ruining of the unions and the manufacturing industry and port and shipbuilding and steel and coal and et cetera, et cetera, which may play a role. But 
you know, these people that are younger, there's also the part that they don't really have that much to do with that much opportunities. So an element of them will always look to sort of petty crime in order to essentially make ends meet. And then on, on top of that, I really think that, you know, it becomes a an issue of leadership, not necessarily politicians, but like you're taking money out of community halls and like boxing centres and place for like young kids to hang out. Um, you're taking opportunity of em employment away. You're you the, the the housing is deteriorating. So I really think that at least at a grassroots level, like people always say, oh, you need more policing, you need more search and rights and whatever, and to an element you do, but that problem is, is it's kind of like a militant way of doing it. I think that should be more of a grassroots of, you know, like if you know, for example, like the people in certain areas, you know, why don't you get like footballers or, you know, MCs or scholars or just, you know, former gang members or counsellors or whatever to actually go and physically talk to these people because, you know, young kids, like, they're learning off social media now, you know. So you go through the stats of this, of this knife crimes and it's insane because you really think, like, it's... A, <laughs> it's it's a horrendously barbaric way of attacking someone with a knife and the damage that it does to the bodies as well. I mean, you kind of was reading on it with the national health system as well. Like, they've now got people from the hospitals that are so fed up that they're going around to schools and, you know, wherever they can find to actually show people what the effects of people having knives stuck in them is. And it's not like little flip blades as well. Like, if you watch documentaries, it's full, like, machetes and everything like that. So if, if the government doesn't have money, then there should be some wealthier people, or even, to be frank, if you want to be ruthless about it, like it can be a tax deduction as a charity for a company, to start having people on grassroots level. And and also there has to be, I think, Brexit aside, a question of how are the youth going to be employed? Because that seems to also be a theme when you go through England. Like, what are these young people going to do? Like, they can't work in coal centres and they can't make Rolls-Royce cars in the factory. Like, what else are they going to do? So I don't think I have all the answers um at this moment of time, <laughs> if I ever will. But like I said, you know, 43,500 offences, including knives or sharp weapons, and, um, you know, 25%, or one in five, it's actually 21% uh, of of people under 18 are committing these crimes, and it's, it's, a, and it's a question of how to uh, inspire the youth and also how to, how to keep them occupied as well you know and how to give them jobs because if it's money that they're looking at they have to have an ability to say like i'm earning x amount pushing drugs but i can earn three times the amount if i was to go open a carpentry business or you know car place etc etc so yeah that's the knife crime it's uh, it is an issue um but also uh 
in the scheme of things, majority of people are still punching on the pubs. So I'll leave it with that. Cheers.